0: from a layman i'm carl christensen i'm back with matt and cameron and johnny so we've got most of the crew tim is off doing what tim does which is you know things that we don't need to concern ourselves with um but uh today we're going to be discussing uh hotels Uh, we have uh on our podcast here which i think it's come up in the past Cameron is a um, currently a front desk manager at a chain hotel in the United States. I believe your your hotel is also worldwide, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Cameron? The parent company is worldwide. Parent company is worldwide. There we go. Okay, so we've got some um, some hotel knowledge here. And I know that uh, I, for one, and I believe most of our listeners have in the past, data hotels, potentially had questions and or experiences at hotels that are um, – some good experiences, some some less good experiences. So we would like to get a little bit of inside information and some just g- general information from uh, someone that is in the know uh, with hotels about uh, about just what uh, what happens there and what uh, what our options are. So let's start with a little bit about um, just I guess generic. So Cameron, you've worked at I believe two or three different hotels, right? I've worked
1: at two resorts, um one uh was it called I don't know uh, is that our I for the brand um a hotel that has a restaurant in it, and then oh. I've worked at just like a business hotel
0: just like, okay. strictly- so uh, I guess the first question one uh, I know a lot of people are you know they they how full are hotels on you know a usual weekday and or weekend? you know what does occupancy get up to? It depends on your hotel. So let's say a a resort. So I believe you worked in Park City, Utah for a little while. Uh, Are those resorts pretty pretty full usually? Yes. Uh, Park City
1: gets – well, usually gets really full um, unless you have like a worldwide pandemic. And then, you know, that (laughs) – Things change. – drive down business. The government had to save Marriott because it was too big to fail.
2: So – I guess so kind of a question that I would have rather than, you know, how far or sorry, how full are hotels? You know, what are the major factors that influence whether or not you're going to be able to find a room at a given time? Um, I'm sure there's some seasonal aspects, but, you know, what are the factors that I should consider if I really want to stay somewhere and really want to find vacancy?
1: So it definitely what Matt was saying, seasonal aspects definitely play into Um, where you go to what you're going to find also, it depends on the type of hotel that you're going to go visit. Like if you are staying at a hotel that caters more to corporate, um, corporate and business travelers, it's going to be busier during the weekdays and cheaper on the weekends. So, I mean, you just have to kind of look at what the demograph, you know, what, what demographic it caters to. So like my current hotel caters both to families and the business traveler so we fill up on the weekend um so yesterday today and tomorrow we're no wait thursday yesterday and today we're completely sold out of and at the hotel Um, but then come sunday we're gonna be uh probably about 60 percent and then we slowly built back up to the week to being sold out. So that's kind of our our current cycle, and that will change a little bit um, after school starts, after Labor Day, it starts to slow down a bit. So.
2: Yeah, can can you elaborate on the seasonal aspects as well?
1: So because we cater more to families, um, we fill up a whole lot more during the summer. We have 122 rooms at our hotel and the other day uh we turned over 90 of those 22 rooms um so we had a lot of people either staying with us two or three days or one night and they all kind of ended at the same time and we had to clean all those rooms and re get them reset for the sold out night that was going to happen that that day so that puts a lot of pressure on our our housekeepers um
0: that they have to clean more rooms, they, they have to be super fast, things like that, so. So when you say completely sold out, does that literally mean 100% occupancy, or do you keep, like, a room, like, let's say a high-power, like, corporate official from your hotel wants to stay at that hotel, but it's sold out, is there a room available for them, or is it, like, 100% all the rooms are taken? It, that, mm will depend on your management
1: company, how they want to do that. Also, it will depend on your, um, your hotel brand. So Marriott, if you're the top-tier member at a Marriott, you are guaranteed a room at whatever hotel you book out. Even if they're completely sold out, they will bump someone else out of the, the, the hotel to give that top-tier member a, a room. And that's oh, okay. into, in the contract. So, right. it, it, I mean, obviously, they're taking care of their guests that are spending 100 plus nights a year um, at the hotel. So, I mean, obviously, you want to keep them happy because they bring you a lot of business. So, right. I mean, there's, there's sense to it. And most, most hotel companies are franchised. So, the owners own probably one or two hotels in the area so they can usually depending on what's going on send one of them to a sister property and not really lose the revenue in the the larger aspect of it got
2: it okay can i ask one more seasonal question you mentioned um you know a family-centric hotel makes sense that they would be more full on things like summers and i imagine holiday season as well is probably pretty busy what about the hotels the cater to the business clientele you know are there seasonal effects to that as well other than just uh weekday versus weekend
1: uh yeah weekday versus weekend and then major holidays you're gonna see a decline on your business travelers so like christmas uh, the hotel that i worked at before this one was a much more business centric uh hotel so we were fairly we were averaging about 86% a night and then we had christmas that week and we were 20 to 30% occupied
2: so, um, so does that mean as a, as a family dude could i get a better rate at a business hotel during the holidays
1: yeah you could get a be- really? better generally a better rate because you want the hotel wants the business so they're going to drop their rates so you're going to get a probably a little bit nicer hotel i mean you also have to understand a business centric hotel it caters a little bit different so yes you'll probably get a breakfast but it's not as probably big of a breakfast or as many options as a family centric or you'll be paying for the breakfast like a la carte because most business travelers they get you know um I can't think of the name
2: per diem or something.
1: Yeah. Per diem. And so they're going to spend, you know, 10, 20 bucks at your hotel, buying dinner and buying breakfast, you know, during the day.
2: That was actually going to be my next question. When we talk about family centric versus business centric hotels, what can you talk about some of the differences there?
1: So family centric, you're going to have more of a, you're usually going to have a complimentary breakfast. Um, Depending on the type of the hotel, it will range from, let's say, like a Motel 6. You're going to get donuts and juice to, uh, let's say, like a Holiday Inn Express where you're going to get like a full buffet. So it just kind of depends on the hotel brand, uh, what they're
2: going to provide to you. Yeah. Any other differences other than free food um, in general? I mean, obviously, it varies uh, chain to chain, but.
1: It, it, yeah it varies from chain to chain um, your the food options are going to change a little bit uh, family-centric generally is going to have a pool depending on the hotel they might have family hours first a bit and then they'll have like adult hours for a little bit after that just so um, adults can enjoy the pool as well um, not be overrun by tons of children so i mean but that's that's going to be really per
0: hotel how they want to do that so do all do all hotels now most hotels i've stayed in have gyms so is this also like a, do business hotels kind of specialize in, in nicer gyms um or is that uh, also just dependent more on the chain than, than the clientele
1: chain and clientele it makes a huge thing about that there are some hotels that are specific to the exercise junkie um to where the general manager or the lead fitness person they'll actually have a lead fitness person at the hotel lead people um, in a group like exercise activity, things like that. So they'll have a more right. a, a much more setup for people to go be healthy they'll have a more health food conscious things so I mean definitely and that's the thing about hotels it's very dependent on the brand. So you have different brands of hotels. There's specific hotels that will cater specifically to long-term stays. So they're they're just designed to um accommodate individuals or families for extended periods of time. So a couple examples of those would be through several different brands would be like Hilton Home to Suites, um Staybridge, Candlewood, um those several different brands there, they're all, uh, Marriott, let me get Marriott's, uh, town Place suites, um, all are catered to, um, extended stays. So they, have, we'll have a, like a full kitchen, um, where you can cook food, generally one or two bedrooms for their guests who are staying just so they can be more comfortable. Um, cause you're staying there usually
0: a week or longer. Right. So most stays at most hotels. Uh, I, I guess you said you've worked. You say that resorts. I'd imagine resorts, by and large, have are also kind of accustomed to having people stay, you know, up to a week or two weeks or whatever. Whereas your your smaller chain hotels are looking more at like the one or two night stays. Do you? What is the longest day that you've heard of or you've seen personally? I've seen personally. Yeah.
1: Uh, I had a guest stay at one of the hotels that I worked at for, I believe he was there for about three
2: years. Whoa, 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 that's three insane. years.
3: That's a long time. Yeah, he works. More. Do you start getting discounts at that point? <laughs> Do you get like a mascot costume? Do you get a sign to spin out front? Like, how does that work? <laughs> He had a very
1: good discount that we gave him, and the company that he worked for, which is probably one of the world's largest companies, um, paid for everything.
2: Uh, so this uh-huh. was business travel?
1: No, he's stationed here, but the business paid for him because he... Wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah so he had a living stipend in his c- contract with them so yeah. it paid for him to be there
2: that's crazy well, there's a I don't, I don't know there's something to be said for that because you have your your place where you live and somebody else cleans it every day and takes care of it for you and
0: you know generally with term stays you you clean it once a week oh so. yeah Can they request more frequently? Is that something that's like also
1: more frequently? Um, Say you have someone coming to visit you. Obviously, sometimes you'll request to have it tidied up and things like that. The the downside to guests staying at your hotel for very long periods of times like that, you often after they depart, you have to put out the room for a week or two to get it back up to the the standards of all the other rooms because uh you have to go through and make sure like the dresser looks right to fix any and you know dings that happen to it there's, yeah, the there's
2: deep a- cleaning and stuff the deep cleaning
1: i mean it's just like if you moved out of an apartment for a year i mean you need to shampoo all the carpets touch up all the walls repaint you know it's it's a very labor-intensive
0: Yeah, I'd imagine so. Hey, so I guess along the line, this is a perfect time to ask about, so does the hotel, and it might even depend on hotel, uh, per hotel, is there like a standard at which like, okay, beds are good for three years, and then we toss them out and get new ones? How often do they get new TVs or new dressers or upgrade a bathroom or something like that?
1: So um, a hotel, the typical lifespan of a room, for most hotels um, is about eight to 10 years. So when the economy is going well and everything is doing well, about every eight to 10 years, the parent company will make the property company update their rooms so they look new and nice for all the guests, or they could lose their flag and the flag is the the brand whatever whatever brand they are
0: okay so th- so that's that's when it's required to do like a whole you know a renovation of a room if let's say you get a couple customers that come in and complain about the bed in room 120 or something like that is there any point at which okay room 120 the bed is garbage we need to chuck that in and get a new one is that does that happen that does happen um so that's, that's one
1: of the reasons why management um, monitors complaints very closely. If you have a good management, I would say that good management monitors complaints very well, a lot, is then they're going to be like, oh, this room has lots of complaints about this bed. And generally then they'll just they'll go up and lay on the bed and be like, yeah, this is a really uncomfortable bed. Um, how much money do we have in the budget to get a new one? You know, because beds aren't necessarily cheap. So, right. well, yeah, you know, we I've, we've had a TV stolen out of our hotel, um, which just so you don't know, don't steal TVs out of hotels.
0: <laughs> They're not like the soap is what you're saying. You can't just, you know, you take a soap, little soap with you when you go. Don't take the TV as well.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't take the TV. But for, for multiple reasons, for one, um, we have your credit card so we can usually charge you for the new tv and two the tvs in hotels are designed specifically to only work at a hotel so it doesn't okay. make
3: sense to steal a hotel <laughs> you know, along those lines cameron what things are you safe putting in your bag when you're leaving a hotel and what things should you not touch
1: um i don't know if you've ever watched the Friends episode where Ross talks about what's okay to take from the hotel and what's not okay to take from the hotel.
3: No, I haven't, but that sounds <laughs> hilarious.
1: <laughs> it is a very hilarious episode. Um
2: so the, the, the rising generation doesn't know what friends is. Oh, that's sad.
1: Uh but anyway, so they go to a, a definite extreme on it, whereas you can't take the remote but you could take the batteries out of the remote now i'm going to say don't take the batteries out of the remote unless you really want to you know kind of annoy the hotel um also that's why in most hotels they actually have a a little screw in the remote cover probably due to friends um don't (laughs) that's also one that they did in that episode please don't do that
0: don't take what one more time the light bulb oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Are are those the types of things? So okay, so you're, you're not supposed to take light bulbs and remote batteries. Don't and don't. Take, um.
1: Yes, I suppose you could take the roll of TP, but that just seems a little cheap. I mean, most hotels aren't putting Charmin in there, and they're in there anyway. So. I assume we're also not supposed to take the towels. Yes. Uh, Depending on the hotel that you stay at, um, there will actually be a list on the door what you'll be charged for if you take something or it's
2: ruined. And as you pointed out, they have your credit card. Do you really (laughs) want to risk that over, you know, a couple batteries or whatever?
3: A very exfoliating towel.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean... Uh, obviously, there are standards of quality, and, and I know hotels do a good job of keeping things clean, but come on, that towel's been around for a while.
1: It's been around for a while. Uh, we.
2: Why, why would you steal that? I, I, I wouldn't, but whatever.
1: Funny thing is, we've had people steal washcloths or just take it, not thinking, from other hotels, and then they've showed up at our hotel. So uh, most hotel brands, if you look at the tags on the hotel, will actually have the hotel brand it's name and picture on on the towel or sheet. Things like that. So they know you, where
0: you guys know where things came from or whatever.
1: Yeah. So we, we've gotten random things. We've gotten some like a couple Marriott hand towels or washcloths yeah. or Hyatt. It's just funny. Like just little things pop up like that. So. Sure.
0: Okay, what so about, a couple other questions.
1: Matt you re- already... You replace the towels, like, because it gets to a certain point, and you have to replace a towel because it's not plush and nice anymore. As uh-huh. long as you get the stock and it's not a global pandemic, which has depleted everything because no one can work, so...
2: <laughs> right. That's side effect of all of this that I hadn't considered. My hotel towel might be less uh, fluffy.
1: Probably not be as fluffy. Because every, it's not just the hotel industry, it's most industries, um, hospital, restaurant, they can't get a lot of their name brand stuff right now just because the people can't, the the workers that they bought it from aren't there making it. So everything is really...
2: I, I imagine i mean correct me if i'm wrong but as we record this in august 2021 i imagine we're coming out of that now right
1: no it's hitting no. us right now because they've gone through all their stock that they oh. have overstocked so now it's trying to get the stock back up
2: okay so, so you had a reserve and things were actually better before and yeah, uh, you,
1: could, hmm. you could get stuff the problem is the management companies wouldn't let you buy stuff because you had no money coming
0: in. Okay. Okay. So, so one other question, kind of along the same lines of what you can and can't take, um, but well, okay, not not quite. But you mentioned that you replace towels sometimes, unless there's a pandemic and you don't have towels. Um, but what what are the cleanliness standards? So the the housekeepers have like checklists that they go through to clean to make sure that things are clean um yeah uh, right yes there's definitely a checklist every brand
1: has their own brand standard of cleaning um since the pandemic all brand standards have been super inflated for cleaning to where we're using you know you sanitize we were required are required to sanitize all hard surfaces um also because of that we were told to take out all products like the notepad and pens we we had to take those out um stuff like that just anything that someone could touch and pass something on we just had to remove out of the works so
2: so i imagine that as we're recording this in august 2021 we're maybe coming out of that is that right
1: uh well no.
2: No. Okay.
1: Our lovely Delta variant that's inflating pretty high is. Uh, we've gotten a couple of emails that strongly suggest that we reinforce our mask policies and things like that. That we were able to be more lenient on. Um, now we're supposed to button them back down, and hmm. they're not requiring it yet, but it's strongly suggested.
2: Yeah. Well, I I know, imagine there's um. I I don't know about. Well, I don't know that I want to go there, but I I mean I imagine it's in the best interest of the hotel, obviously from from both a moral, ethical, and also business standpoint, to not have people getting ill. Uh,
0: it's definitely. And- is that something that you guys have had? I get, I don't know if, if they would report it to you. Maybe it's more of a chain issue. Let us say someone does get sick at your hotel. Do you get a report about that? Do you get any information about? Oh yeah, actually, we've become a COVID hotspot, and therefore, or you know, do you get any updates on you know if someone gets chickenpox at your hotel or anything like that?
1: Generally, not that. Uh, legally, when COVID first happened. If someone came to us and told us that we had they had covid, we were supposed to keep them in that room for a week. Did that happen? They they couldn't they couldn't leave. They couldn't leave. They were supposed to. So even
3: if even if they only had like a one night stay, you had to keep them there for a week.
1: If they came up and told us that they were positive for covid, they would stay in the,
2: the room. Because you would, oh. yeah, you couldn't make them. You, hey. you you wouldn't release them to travel because it wouldn't be safe for them or anyone else with whom they would be traveling.
1: Because that that's what causes the pandemic of people, yeah. people passing. Yeah,
3: who who fronts the cost for that?
1: The uh, yes, the government eventually fronts the cost for that.
2: Okay. Right. But yeah, so this isn't something that you can charge the person for.
1: Yeah it's a health safety thing you can't
2: right and it's not really fair for the hotel to bear the cost because it's a government mandate so no, that makes sense so really the american people bear the burden
1: yeah the american people or
2: this pandemic sucks (laughs) oh it's terrible (laughs) yeah as we record this in august 2021 and everyone
0: knows this by now but yeah. right. 18 months in know, yeah. we've made this am- amazing discovery that the pandemic is crappy yeah. it is crap
1: right. i'm just saying you know there's there's things like that that are required i mean if it is a highly infectious disease and they let us know yeah we would probably have to quarantine in the room or um after they left we were supposed to hire a hazmat crew also that was going to be paid by the government to go in and clean the room so i mean there was yeah. there was a lot of protocols that came out and
2: if i can ask can you talk about um some of the other kind of you know some of the laws that a hotel is required to abide by not just you know pandemic related in over the last year and a half but you know what law. what are what are some of a hotel's legal obligations and what are some of a guest's legal obligations
1: um So depending on your state, which I think it's pretty similar in most states, if you stay at a hotel 30 days or longer, um, you're considered a resident. So then you're not paying a state tax and a transient tax. Uh, Most people don't understand that when you stay at a hotel, you pay two different taxes. Um, The transient tax basically is mandated by the state for all. Um, in hotel type rooms, um, that goes towards their budget of promoting the state. Basically, that's where it goes to to bring in people, to bring in tourism, like that.
0: So that is interesting because then I don't think there are probably a lot of people out there booking hotels for four weeks. But if you are, if you push it a couple more days, you're going to see one of the taxes fall off. Yeah. So if you stay 30 days or longer,
1: all those taxes that you paid will fall off. So in essence, if you're staying 28 days, it might be cheaper for you to spend two more days there and not pay all that money in taxes.
2: Oh, so you get the taxes back or, or you never pay them at all. That cost so, just goes away. It's it's not like it stops after a certain point. It's like it, it, yeah, it you just goes, never pay it. OK, wow. Huh. All right. So uh, I'm going to be booking 31 day stays from now on. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you said uh, you're considered a resident. Now, I assume that's like just for the purposes of that tax. That doesn't mean like your state of legal residence changes or anything like I can now vote there. Does it?
1: It that depends on the state as well. Um, so. Technically, depending on the state, if you live there 30 days or some have it, if you live there 90 days, um, you are a resident, even if you're just staying there and they want you to get a license there and stuff like that. So it Hmm. it really depends on the state there could potentially require you to do things like that to stay
3: legal.
2: Okay. No, is that same with the states
3: have different residency laws depending on every state. State, yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah, I'm sure that's true.
3: The
1: state I know when I spent I lived in Ohio for two years, but I was planning coming back to Utah. Um, after 90 days, I I was pulled over for speeding. Anyway um the officer told me well how long have you been here and i was like oh i've been here this i'm going back to utah here he's like well you've been here 90 days you really should have an ohio driver's license now Uh just little things like that just random yeah
3: another example is when i was in medical school in alabama i um couldn't get that. So I was considered like an Alabama resident because I I lived there, Um, but I wasn't able to get in-state tuition because I was only there for school and I wasn't there working. So there's like a lot of different laws based on um, residency and the state that you're in and also why you're trying to get claim residency in that state as well. So it's, I think it's pretty complicated from state to state. It is, it is definitely complicated. I did, though, vote in Ohio
1: during the election, during my stay there. So I nice. filled work. out and voted yeah. as an Ohio resident to help
0: sway the vote. Well, this is a good time then, I think, to also just take a quick aside before we hit a couple more hotel questions and sign off here is um, just, like I said, in a lot of my, our podcasts, we like to do kind of a listener update you know we've got some faithful listeners some that pop, bop in for say quantum physics <laughs> uh, but right now we have uh all, you know our, our, our listener base is growing exponentially so across the world but uh, specifically we've got uh, a lot of listeners in india so thank you to them and the uk across europe uh and we've mentioned in former podcasts across all 50 states um so uh, especially though in Texas California Illinois and New York uh, Cameron, your Ohio crew um, they're doing all right you know they're uh, we get we get some listeners from Ohio as well but um, but yeah let's uh, encourage your friends in say South Dakota and West Virginia to jump on board uh, they seem a bit hesitant about our uh, podcast so yeah um, Alabama I'm, as I'm well, Johnny. I'm honestly
3: a bit hesitant about our
0: podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, Johnny. Johnny, your, your medical crew back in Alabama—they're not pulling their weight either this month, at least. So they need to get on the on the boat, and um, I'll start cracking the whip. <laughs> But yeah, um, anyway, that's uh, we're grateful for those that tune into our podcast. We try to bring lots of interesting facts. We know a lot of you have come uh, via physics podcasts and found us. There'll be more physics in the future, but hotels seem to be very relevant and very uh Mass appeal uh, podcast that we like. I said we've got some some inside information with Cameron, so we're going to jump a couple more questions before we jump off here. So Cameron, we were talking about laws. You've mentioned tax laws, but what what I want to know is lawlessness here. So I know that there, you know, you don't work in a shady area. I don't believe any of the hotels you've worked in are really shady areas, but hotels are sometimes people associate those with kind of criminal behavior in some areas. Um, How often do you call the cops, and uh, what are uh, you know? What are some things uh, that you've seen um, criminal-wise?
1: So the hotel that I previously worked at before this one uh, was frequented often by
0: ladies of the evening. Oh my. Okay. For our younger audience, we won't explain that. Um
1: also the hotel, if we remember back is a business centric hotel um okay right, and we live in a state where uh prostitution is illegal um but they they never said they were prostitutes or anything like that they They technically would have to say that or really give a strong indication um for us to do something about but when a young woman shows up to the hotel in a much more scantily clad outfit than is normal and attends to a room that with a single gentleman in it and then leaves an hour and a half two hours you know later and you never see
0: her again you're fairly sure what that visit was Interesting. So you don't call the cops, though. The, even if that's illegal in the state, that's not something that you guys phone in for.
1: Uh, if it if it was the lady set up at the hotel, we would call the cops. But okay. the visitor, it's got it. Yeah. I mean,
0: okay. how do you prove what's right. going is what's right. going on? Right. So okay. so that one, I guess, kind of makes sense. People probably even associate that kind of in their minds with uh, that type of potential issue. Um, so that issue aside, prostitution aside, it's, it's, what other criminal hotels, behavior do you see? Most hotels do require all their staff to go
1: through training to spot um, human trafficking
3: and stuff like that. Um, so, okay.
1: that's
3: to that's that. good, because that's that's actually a huge problem in the us. People don't realize <laughs> this, but um, it, all over the world, really, uh, human trafficking is is really bad right now,
1: so it, it definitely adds i there was a person that I know that works at a different hotel where they did call the cops on someone because they were prostituting out their underage daughter i think mm. so um definitely it, you see things like that you're gonna definitely be like no that's definitely not okay so there the cops will be called the, the occasional lady visitor not probably as much that's gonna be right i mean again it really depends on your hotel and how how strong they want to be with that
0: Do you see drug usage at uh, hotels?
1: The current hotel that I'm at, I see a lot more drug usage than other hotels that I've worked at. Um,
3: Not to say that it's more of a family centric -centric hotel, right?
1: It is a family centric hotel, um, but our rates got to be the same as. So we're, we're a nicer hotel. I want to state this. We are a nicer hotel. But when your rates are get close to like a super eight or a motel six, which aren't really known for high quality, not that they're bad hotels, they're not known for high quality things. Um, It brings in people that. Have drug problems and things like that. So it's one of the reasons they they can then afford that. nicer quality. Hotel. They're like, I'm gonna go to the night's nice hotel and get high versus the Motel Six. So it's it's one of the things that management looks at that like we are getting clientele that we don't want at the hotel. So do we need to raise our rates? Is that gonna drop off people that we do want? To so there's a lot of a lot of thought that goes into it before we change rates to try to drive that business out. But this. Current hotel, we we've I've I've seen the police much more often than I wanted to see the police. We'll just say that. Um, okay. And then people just drug people aren't necessarily very smart. Um, <laughs> one guy can... hid his stash in the trash in our laundry room, and then housekeeping was cleaning and was emptying the trash, and they're like, "Why is there this tackle box or makeup?" box in the trash and we pull it out and it's got tons of pills and crystal meth in it and stuff like that. So then we call the cops and have them come pick it up and take care of it. Nice. Uh, housekeeping definitely sees a lot more of the not cool aspects of stuff. Sure. Um like needles. They'll find needles occasionally and granted mm-hmm. sometimes it's gonna be, you know, someone's diabetic, they're gonna have a needle, but usually the diabetic person isn't going to be throwing a
3: needle, needle in the curtains. You know, there's... <laughs> oh my. Right. How okay. how often do um, employees get, like, accidental needle sticks? And does the hotel cover, like, um, HIV prophylaxis and things like that in that situation? We
1: would cover that because um, we're required to. I mean, if they i don't know how often they get sticks they're usually pretty savvy about not um being like getting stuck like there's definitely a certain way you um strip a room of all like and things like that and go through to to do that so you don't get stuck with needles and things like that and also generally if Someone had a party in the room with that. It's really destroyed, so you flub up and you're much more careful
0: with how you clean the room. This might be a good time to mention also that I I know in the past, so you can tip your your cleaning staff, right? You leave some money in the room for them? Uh Uh-huh. So this would be a, a scenario where you can see they have to go through a lot. It might be worth leaving, even if you, you're not the guy that's leaving the, uh, the needles, um, recognize that your cleaning staff has to go through a lot of garbage. And so uh, giving them a little tip might be, uh, might be a nice way to say thank you. It, it definitely is nice
1: for our housekeeping for that to happen. Um, I mean, housekeeping is a crap job i'm I'm not gonna lie it's not a fun job um really? but yeah so when when the housekeepers do get tips it is really nice for them makes their day a little bit better i mean even if it's just a few bucks or five bucks it just it really does make their day a, that much nicer especially if you trash the room then leave, leave some a, money <laughs> leave, a, leave a freaking tip because right. it takes a- just... those right. rooms up. and they're paid on how many things they do at a certain standard time. So mm. if you have a huge messy room and it takes them longer,
0: they don't get paid for that. Interesting. Okay. Don't, well, that's good to know.
1: Don't be a jerk and leave a huge messy room. Or if you do, leave a tip to help compensate that for them.
0: Okay. All right. Two more questions before we sign off Then here, Cameron. So one okay. is – you know, everyone's gone to a hotel, you know, pulled out their luggage and been like, oh, I forgot the toothpaste or I forgot my toothbrush. And most people know, OK, like, oh, well, that's something that the front desk might have. What do you guys have as far as like if we forget something or if, um, you know, if a, if a customer needs help with something, what, what, is, what can the front desk provide um, that you might, might not know about, I guess?
1: It's going to be according to the brand there are brand standards that every hotel is supposed to have. So most hotels are required to have, um, razors, toothbrushes and toothpaste, um, shower caps, and maybe something else. Um, that's pretty much
0: what they're required after that. And it just depends on the brand or the management company. um, So if I, let's say I came with something that needed batteries, I didn't have batteries. Is that something that you ever have at the front desk?
1: We do have batteries and it would be a a really good reason for us to give out batteries because batteries are really expensive. Okay, sure. It also depends on the hotel. If you're, if the guest is paying $500 a night, like when I was at one of my resorts, you're going to give them some batteries Mm, because they've, paid for that service they've you know uh you you, you've paid more money the hotel's going to cater more to you that makes sense but most most places you're going to have that i mean at my current hotel we have complimentary let's see razors shaving cream deodorant earplugs headphones combs Uh Um, toothpaste, toothbrushes, shower caps, shampoo, conditioner, mouthwash, okay. extra body bars up there. Yeah, there's we have quite the assortment up that we have available for our guests. Okay. Yeah. And, and also, then, just sorry. so you know, most of those complimentary items they'll will be in the sundry shop uh, next to the front desk for an exuberant price.
0: <laughs> so if you want to pay
1: more you can go to the shop yeah you can go to the shop like there was a person that just needed a toothbrush the other day and we sell little packets that have um toothbrush toothpaste and mouthwash and they sell for five bucks or you could stop by the front desk and get it all for free. <laughs>
0: Gen-
1: okay i mean and that's if they're stocked up they're supposed to be stocked up sometimes they run out of stock and then you're kind of stuck on paying it but I- uh if I was missing my toothbrush, I'm not going to pay five bucks for a little travel toothbrush. I'm just going to throw some toothpaste on my finger
0: and just brush my teeth that way. <laughs> Take so. care of it. right? Okay. So, so then last yeah. question, last question for me, we'll see if Johnny wants to follow up with anything, but last, uh, uh, so let's say I'm, I'm done with my stay one night, two nights, three years, whatever it might be. And now it's <laughs> checkout time. Um, I, I always feel when I'm in a hotel, like if I'm not out of the room and, and have, go, have gone to the front desk to check out by 10 or 11 or whatever it might be, I'm going to get charged an extra night. Is that what happens? So if I, if I don't make contact with the front desk when I check out, am I charged again or do they, is, is it just automatically assumed I'm out of the room and if housekeeping finds me in the room, do I then get charged or what's – how does that work?
1: yes to all those questions um it depends on the hotel and what the management company does that's it's going to be my cop-out answer for everything okay um, check out time um because people can ask for late checkouts depending on the hotel you'll either pay a small fee for a later checkout or it can be complimentary uh, that's another aspect joining membership clubs at the hotel you're usually guaranteed. Um, later checkouts as you move up in the tiers um, to later and later checkouts. So, which is cool for that. Sucks for housekeeping, but cool for, for you people. Um, so, it depends on what's going on. So, we will charge a fee after 2 p.m. if you want to stay later than that. Um, which is going to be a half day rate
0: of whatever the rate is for the day. Okay, so that's if you if you overstay your checkout, even if you did, if you didn't ask for a late late checkout, but you didn't check out until later, you would then be charged a half day rate. Right? We would charge you a, probably a half day rate. Okay. Um, and and so that so our
1: checkout's at is so one of the jobs our front desk people is to do, you know. You're going to give people like half hour because you're not going to be a full jerk. Either. Sometimes it just takes longer to go. And so we'll call up we'll call up all the rooms that haven't checked out for us. And if we don't get an answer, generally what we do is we just check them out. Um, but if housekeeping then goes into the room and sees that you're in there, that's when we initiate. We'll either charge you or. Did it's do you have another reservation and that's why your stuff is still in the room and we just didn't realize that so i mean there's a couple different things that why someone might still be there but if um you're passed out on the, the bed because you had party too much yeah we're gonna charge you for whole night
3: it, is it um like more polite for a guest to go to the front desk and check out like is that something that we should be doing every time we check out is that nicer for hotel staff
1: it is it is much more convenient for hotel staff to stop by the hotel the front desk and let us know that you are leaving or you're leaving or you're going to be leaving in a little bit um it is very nice but also in this digital age of awesomeness um a lot of this stuff can be done on your phone or on the tv so you can check out on the TV or check out on your phone, and that will just go to the system and just say that you're checked out. Okay, cool. Nice. So if you have that ability to do that, then just leave your keys in the room and
0: just go. I never know
1: assume... how much hotel keys are, but hotel keys are fairly expensive.
0: That's what I was about to ask. So you. So you shouldn't – you're not going to be charged if you don't return the hotel keys, or are you?
1: Charged, and I don't know who started this rumor that all your information is on your hotel key. That's a complete lie. So did you say you won't be charged or you will? You
0: you won't. Okay. I have not worked in a hotel that would
1: charge you for having a key.
0: Okay. But I, I, by a matter of courtesy, you should leave your keys or turn them in when you check out. Don't take your keys, even if they're not going to charge you. it's something that they'll reuse and and uh, and it yeah. costs the hotel money. So
1: yeah, I mean, for a box of keys, how many are keys in a box? I don't know. There's like a thousand keys in a box, and they charge the hotel like
0: sixty to eighty dollars for that box, okay. so it's not incredibly expensive, but It's yeah.
1: not incredibly expensive, but I mean, if you figure you have a hundred rooms, you give each room two cards. That's two hundred keys. Five days. That's a thousand keys. Right. So it's not a lot, but it can add up pretty dang fast if sure. people don't turn them in. Okay.
0: Well, good to also, know. You know, just some quick math there. Just yeah. Okay, well, um, that's my last question for now. I'm sure we could spend some more time on a few of the other interesting things here. But um, but for this podcast, I think we're going to wrap up unless Johnny has any final uh, burning questions. No. <laughs> the biggest thing that's happened to me or anything like that? Well, you already mentioned the crime issues. Um, I'm sure that you could have share stories for days. Maybe we should have another hotel story podcast. So if you're interested in the hotel story podcast, let us know, because I'm sure Cameron could uh, give us all kinds of interesting stories about uh, police and or uh, quirky people and or weird things that have happened. So that would be an interesting follow up to this one. But
3: uh, I have a pretty interesting story about a hotel, too. So I think that would be fun.
0: OK. All right. Well, we'll have
3: to do that one again. Then. Sometimes. As, a, as a listener, I'm pushing you to do that. Okay, we got our first comment live by <laughs> by one of the co-hosts. Weird.
1: Uh, just just as a caveat for that, if you want some fun um, hotel things, um, Reddit Tales of the Front Desk is a Reddit page. There's lots of interesting things there. Um, also, I was working the overnight at my hotel a couple days ago, and I had a scammer fire me. So that was that was. That's fun. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so just some little tidbits we can go into all sorts of (laughs) things.
0: I'm sure (laughs) that is crazy. All right, well, yeah, so stay tuned. Um, I know that currently we are already owe our listener base a uh, standard unit podcast, a history 1940s, and we've owned them that for like nine months. Uh, There may have been other ones we've teased and not yet delivered on. They're coming. You just stay tuned. We got the hotel uh, story podcast then in, uh, in the future. This is more of a hotel information uh, podcast, but uh, but we're grateful for everyone that's tuned in. Um, thanks, Cameron, for all the information and uh, Matt and Johnny for uh, chiming in here as well. And we will see you guys at ba- our list. You we will. We won't see you in. We actually won't know that you exist, except that we will see you download our podcast. So go ahead and do that. Grab a couple more of our podcasts and we'll we'll be back again uh, in a week or two.
1: Yep. Push that like button, subscribe, whatever it is, and uh, leave comments which one you want us to do. So that's right. All right. Thanks.